Oh yeah, it's date night with Jake and Paige, y'all, where you meet some of Charlotte's finest couples. So pull up your seat, grab a glass of wine. It's time to talk about things like laundry and taxes and the dentist and also making sweet cupcakes for your son's elementary class, which is kind of annoying because you don't really care about those other kids. So why are you doing it? We're going to find out with date night. Yeah. Welcome to the next collection of episodes of Date Night with Jacob Page as Phyllis snores behind us. She is an audible snorer, and this is like our uh, three-peat. I was going to say it's like our third child, but we already have one of those, so... Yeah, so this is nothing like that at all. This is a three-pack of episodes. Three-pack, that's We're recording an intro right now on our phones, so the audio could be good, bad, I have no idea. But that's kind of just... The part theme. for the course? Yep, yeah. part for the course, the theme of this one. So we're going to release three episodes all at once. Um, I'd love to say that this is going to be end of January, early, early February. I'm not sure. We've got a bunch of guests lined up in February. And so we figured on sort of what is like a one-year anniversary of the podcast, again, not sure. Um, we've got a bunch of content, and we are going to dump it. Wow. We're just going to take a dump on an iPad on a podcast. <laughs> Someone please crop out. I'm going to take a dump on an iPad. <laughs> we're absolutely, we're absolutely not going to take a dump on an iPad, but we are going to dump a bunch of content at you. We've got one actually like kind of sort of legit date night with Jacob Page. Um, we will talk about that in a second. Traditional. Yes. Thing. And then we've got like an OG podcast with the Margarita Confessionals girls, which uh, is a, a teaser at what's to come maybe in February. I can't. I can't give it away. I know. Are well, you going to give we're, it away? We're, we're, it's like we're switching back and forth. Don't right? give it away. They were, you know, they, that was what prompted our podcast. They pushed us into the podcast realm. It was a ton of fun, but it aired on their podcast like two years ago. They had us on, so we mm-hmm. figured... When they were both single. Yes, that's right. Right? And then finally, we've got a podcast with Garrett Titchy that Gare is... Gare Bear. Gare Bear that we filmed recorded, filmed, all the above with him at Huga. Right oh, good. I'm glad you messed up something that you said. Uh, right after we got the podcast from him, we're part of his uh, cohort. Yeah? Yep. Uh, uh-huh. Is that like a snobby works, word? Whatever. We're part of the cohort uh, at Huga, and um, it, we kind of go on and on and on, much like this intro. Right. But I've been staring at that audio file, and I, I feel like it's time to share no, with I the world. No, I think we should put them out. But wait, we have to tell what the third was, the actual like more traditional one. We started with that. Sure. We, okay. I already teased it, and now we're going to uh, film another recording right after this that I'm going to add oh. on to this. It's recording magic. People tune into that. Never change. Okay. Goodbye. Episode two. I'm going to keep going. No? Yes? This is episode two of the three-pack. Why are you making that face? Because I'm confused at what we're doing now. So confused. All right. So episode two is the Margarita Confessionals ah. episode. Yes, we recorded with them probably two years ago. Yeah. year and a half ago at their house on their turf. Right. And they since have quoted- their house podcast it- studio underneath a train station. Do you remember that? We used to have Do to I pause that? for the train. So many pauses. Thank thank goodness for editing. Uh, we pause a lot for yeah. the train. It's good because we were also drinking margarita, so it gives you a chance to drink. Yeah. There were a couple times what you burped loudly. We edited that out well, too. You know. No, the uh, shut it down. Air quotes. Shut it down. Remember that? No. They've since used that in like 17 episodes shut since. Shut it down. I said shut it down if you're not feeling the relationship. Oh, yes. Yes. I do. That came from that. The old famous shut it down. It's yeah. a super famous quote. You haven't heard of it? <laughs> no. Okay, enough about us or with us, all of this. Let's get <laughs> let's, right. Let's shut it down and get to the podcast. Oh, uh, okay. It's a conversation with your best friend over drinks. You're listening to the Margarita Confessionals. I'm Lauren. And I'm Allie. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Margarita Talk or email us hello at themargaritaconfessionals.com. If you want the latest episode straight to your phone, search for the Margarita Confessionals in iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. On this week's episode, we're talking to Paige and Jake Failing, who are serious relationship goals, you guys, and you're going to love what they have to say about marriage, and they really bring the realness. You've probably seen them on social media. They're hilarious, and now you get to hear firsthand how they make it work. And hear us laugh, like, for an hour straight. Yes. Sorry about that. Not sorry. <laughs> Here we go. Daddy's mocking. 
patience Just when I thought I said all I could say My chick on the side Say she got one on the way My compassion We are so excited to have Paige and Jake Failing in studio with us. If you want to follow them on social media, you really should. We've got a bunch of different ways. Paige (laughs) on Instagram, for the record, no I, just P-A-G-E. She's Paige Crawford. On Twitter, she's P. Crawford Fox 46. Jake's pretty easy. Twitter and Instagram, Jake Failing. F-E-H-L-I-N-G. Spell it right. Hi, guys. Welcome. (laughs) Hi. Thanks for having us. Welcome. This is going to be so much fun. Well, you've made it great already by spelling our names correctly. (laughs) Thank you. Often the biggest challenge, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like maybe the pronunciation, too, could be an issue. What would you say? Felling? Felling? I always thought it was felling. Really? Felling? Did you? I did. Can you see now why I use my maiden name? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Let's get right in there. (laughs) Sure. Right out of the gate. I've got a terrible last name. And um, that's why you didn't take it. <laughs> I took it. Oh, you took it, but not, not professionally. Not when professionally. How everybody knows you. No, it's great. Right. Yeah. Did you get made fun of for that last name? Failed. Wow. Or do your um, kids? Why do you yeah, want to have lo- a zinger that you want to like try? Yeah, I've got, no, I'm I mean, thinking of one. it was just every year, first day of school. Yeah. Uh, James is my first name, which is kind of doubles down on just the nerdiness of the whole thing. So it's like James, no, no disrespect to James is out there, by the way. <laughs> um uh, James Fe- Flem- Fleming, yeah. like, uh, where's the M? Like it's not even close, and they're like failing. And they said, ha, "Hopefully not this year." Yeah, ah, <laughs> good one. Oh. Yeah, uh-huh. every freaking year. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, sort of moved on, right? My wife just never uses it, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> Can we talk about something else, please? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. Yes. So, how did you guys meet? So we actually had a class together. We both went to Carolina. We're both Carolina okay. grads. Um, and by Carolina, I mean Chapel Hill. Because I know we're in sort of, you know, USC territory too. But Chapel Hill um, had a class of 20 people, never met each other, never knew each other. I was living in New York at the time with my roommates from Chapel Hill. And Jake had recently moved up. And my roommate came home one night and was like, oh my gosh, you have got to meet this guy that I just met for a drink. You know, we had a mutual friend who, so they said, you know, Jake just moved up. Can you take him for a drink and just kind of introduce him around or whatever. And she was like, if I wasn't dating Kevin, I would totally want to date him. And I was like, okay, well, no thanks. Like, you know, nobody likes the setups, whatever. So unbeknownst to me, there was an alumni event that weekend. She told him to come. I was going anyway. And I walked in and literally I saw him across the room because we're both eight feet tall. (laughs) And I was like, that guy, I remember him being like the goofy guy. Like he's like grown up to be like a handsome, like man look at that guy and then we started talking we're like quoting dumb and dumber to each other and I'm like this guy is hilarious who is this and literally at that moment my friend came up and was like oh Paige you met Jake this is Jake who just met Jake this is my roommate and we both like looked at each other like wait you're the Jake I was supposed to oh. you're the Paige so yeah, yeah so we kind of already hit it off and then literally within the year we were engaged oh, oh wow yeah. yeah so we got engaged nine months in married six months later yeah. uh but that's a fun story, but my favorite story, though, is she made me wait a month to even kiss. <laughs> the first time I tried to kiss her, though, this is the best story. So uh, we meet that night, and then we hung out another night. It was randomly around another like Carolina fundraiser mm-hmm. event. And this was like a Wednesday. And oh, don't you miss those like going out on a Wednesday? Yeah. So we're we're all there's like six of us that leave this thing and we're all running around like skipping through Manhattan as like I remember it and we're like cutting <laughs> through blocks or whatever. And Paige is like super handsy, like super touchy feely just in general. So like I, something I had to get used to, like you know she'd be like around guys like yeah. oh my gosh and I'm I'm touching her shoulder right now. Um, <laughs> and so imagine me like I'm into this girl like right. we're walking around and she's like oh you're so funny oh and I'm like okay it is on like it's on <laughs> and we're walking in between these buildings and she's laughing or something super hilarious I said um, and I'm like this is it so I lean in. And she pushes me away with my chest and she goes, don't be a douchebag. <laughs> and then like keeps skipping along and I'm just frozen in time and she just keeps skipping along and she gets like 20 yards ahead and turns around and goes, come on, let's go. Like as if nothing happened in my whole like confidence world, everything was like shattered. You've heard this. You, yeah. That was you it's her first time. But, but for her to turn around and, and go, what are you doing? Come on, let's go. Bounce back. Let's, let's. And I'm like, Oh, so I'm still not in, in or no, no, right. no, not in, but sort of in. Yeah. And then ironically enough, our first kiss was on a dumpster a month later. It really was on a dumpster. She was sitting on a dumpster. Yeah. Yeah. It was so, magic. So romantic. It was, it was magical. Yeah. So you're living in New York City. Yes. In Manhattan. Right. He was okay. in Hoboken, technically. <laughs> yeah. Which is now, I guess, the new Brooklyn. 
Yeah. But when we were there, Hoboken was, it was cool, but now it's like hipster cool. Yeah. So how old were you when you met? 26, 25, 25. I was 26. You were 26, I was 25. Yeah. Yeah. And you just, nine months. Really fast. Got engaged. Yeah. We registered at Target before she had a ring on her finger. I had two wedding dresses, three wedding dresses before I had a ring. So yeah, we we basically had a talk. Like it was one of those things. We just talked open. I mean, we really liked each other from the, I mean, we just did. We hit it off. But we, so we talked openly about, you know, are we going to get married? Do we want to get married? What's going on? So we sort of decided like, oh yeah, I think we want to do this. Like, and Jake was like, well, heck, like, let's go, let's register. If we're going to get married. And I'm like, heck yeah. And I was popping like Wii's and Xboxes. (laughs) Like, it was the best thing I thought that, like, it automatically meant that you're going to get everything. But um, unbeknownst to me, I'm sure Paige was calling all of her friends, like, just ignore, ignore. Jake's. Yeah. Y- you'll see what I mean. It's going to be, like, all electronics. Just don't get it. So a lot of people say you have to develop a relationship over time, you know, get to know each other, work on all that kind of stuff. But it sounds like for you guys, it just clicks right away. Do you think there's something to be said for a chemistry that's instantaneous? Or do you have to develop a connection as the months go on? That's a good question. That is a good question. Uh, would you like to take that good question? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh. Um, oh. Gosh. I mean, I think that there is something to be said for chemistry right off the bat mm-hmm. and someone that you don't feel like. I, don't, I never felt like we had to get used to each other, get comfortable around each other. That was right away. But I mean, I think, yeah, of course you need to, you know, take some time to kind of get to know each other's kind of where you came from and what your cultural background is even and just sort of understanding the ins and outs of how someone works. And I mean, we did get engaged pretty quickly within a year for some people. Some people, of course, like everyone's a topper, right? Like someone's like, oh, we only know each other a month. Some people date for three years and then still whatever. But I mean, relatively speaking, it's pretty, it's pretty quick. But even for, even with that, it took us, I mean, I don't think we had our first fight until we were like six months ish Mm -hmm. in maybe again depending on who you are that's either long or short but i remember thinking and you probably remember this the first time we had a fight i was like oh i don't like you when you fight like (laughs) nobody likes anybody when they fight but jake fights nasty like he does he goes like for the joke you do (laughs) what are you talking about jake just like it was a side of him that i had not seen and i was like i'm glad i've seen this side now you know because it's important to like that side's gonna come out at some time right and how would you categorize your fighting Beautiful. Yeah. Kind. Beautiful fighting. (laughs) Poetic. I'm a productive fighter. You just like go for it. That's probably guys and girls. Yeah, I I think so. I like closure to a fight. No, I like closure to a fight. (laughs) No, I love closure to a fight. (laughs) You don't want closure to a fight. (laughs) Good one. No, but I think that that's typical of women. Like women want to talk it out and kind of like come to a, okay, here's where we're going forward. And men want to win. Men just want to come away like, drop the mic, got her. That's a generalization, but that's something that, you know, Mm. if you are together long enough, you work through those types of things to where you kind of learn how to figure that stuff out. Yeah, I think a lot of times if you're in an earlier relationship and you have a fight, then you're like, bail, I don't want to do this, but it is a natural part. Wasn't that first fight over, like, a shirt I had in Gap (laughs) or something? It was Bloomingdale's. And And The Gap? Did I just say The Gap? Yeah, (laughs) it was seriously over a shirt. It was. No, it was. was, But it was, It was it was like... Tell me, do you like it or not? And it, I mean, like literally, it just, <laughs> that seriously was what it was yes. about. And I, I mean, it was anyway. So you can clearly fight about anything, and yeah. it can turn into you know. But I remember thinking, like, you were a beautiful oh, I'm glad fighter. <laughs> you were a gorgeous fighter. <laughs> and I was just, and I was like, you know, like <laughs> nasty. Like, <"Bleh." laughs> He looks like and he does a true monster. Yeah, yeah. good to know. Why he turns into a monster when he fights? Like literally, he <laughs> looks a gargoyle. Why does he do that? Did you guys live together before you got married? Uh oh. Um, we did not live together before we were engaged. We, Jake used to stay with us every now and then. Um, we had a fold out couch. Hey, hey, hey. I know. What did your I just said this? we had a fold out couch. Well, we also, though, we had a fold out couch and he would sleep on it sometimes. And I remember like the second or third week that he stayed in our apartment because it was a, like an hour and a half to Explain get this apartment. To side. Two yeah. bedroom, one bath, roommate that worked for Saturday Night Live. Had the set builders come in and put up a pressure wall? Yeah, two pressure walls to make me a bedroom out of our in the corner of our living room. Oh, wow. So mind you, there's it's just four walls, right? Like it's not meant to be a bedroom. Right. So there's no heat, there's no AC, and that's so we had to pop a hole in the top of what'd you call the AC unit? Betty? Rosie. Rosie. because <laughs> she looked like the Jetsons um oh, yeah. made Rosie the, yeah. the yeah. robot. And would run that like tube, the exhaust from those like portable AC yes. units, up through the wall, out the window. 
oh my gosh, that place was a train wreck. And then fitting a six foot six large man in there, your roommates were not yeah. happy. No, it was it. Well, and I also had an IKEA single. Uh, loft, loft bed. bed, and Jake and I, when Jake <laughs> wow. would stay over, when I eventually let him just sleep up there with me every now and then, and we would just wake up in the middle of the summer, like sticking to each other, because Rosie would fill up with, with. <laughs> you haven't gotten to first base until you get to first base in a single <laughs> IKEA yeah. loft bed. Wow. It's like it was hard. We're probably combined like seven hundred pounds. <laughs> It's like rickety. <laughs> There's no air conditioning because those on those things when it when it when it collects enough moisture yeah. from the air, you have to dump the bottom thing, and so that takes like four hours. So four hours into the night, all of a sudden you wake up like you have to set an alarm. <laughs> yeah, and then you oh, know like awful. when you have like a cast on, you know how like your muscles atrophy. So like we were having to stay on our sides in that loft bed. So every wow. muscle on like the right side of my body was completely atrophied. So like I'd get out and be like, I'm gonna head back to Hoboken and I'd hit the ground and every <laughs> half of my body's asleep and I would just like topple down the stairs of your apartment complex. That sounds amazing. I was in the best shape of my so life. So romantic. Hoboken, I mean, east, she was Upper East Side. So I worked in New Jersey. So I would take, I would drive an hour into Hoboken. I'd parallel park on the street and then I'd take the path train into Bryant Park area, so like Midtown wow. South, and then I would take one of the trains to the east side, but nowhere near hers. It was Lexington, and then I'd have to walk another four or five blocks. So I'd get home at like six, get to her by seven thirty, and then you'd kick me out at like ten, and I'd do it all <laughs> the way in reverse, and then I would always, always be a minute late for the path train, and like just watching yeah. it sadly go down. And by that point, it's every thirty minutes, and oh my god, I mean path train tunnels. Really, that's, that's where you see the, the best, like, that's the inner lining of America. Of yeah, the path train tunnels. What were you guys doing when you were both in New York? So, you go first this time. Oh, um, so I work for the U.S. Golf Association. Cool. So, they uh, are headquartered in Far Hills, New Jersey. So, that's, again, I would go an hour west, and that, you know, I got the best of both worlds. You get all the buildings and the city life, and then out there is, like, horse country. Mm-hmm. Off it's the, actually beautiful. Like you think it's New so Jersey's beautiful. Pit, but it's gorgeous. Um, and then about halfway through dating, um, I worked on the U.S. Open, and that year in 06, it was at Wingfoot, which was Mamaroneck, uh, Westchester County. So, I mean, that commute was even shorter. That was great, actually. She could pop up, take the train up like that. So I kind of worked between those two places. Oh, and I worked at NBC. There I started as – I came back from the Peace Corps. I went to the Peace Corps right after school, so I came back – lived with my roommates from college and got a job as a page. So I was page the page and literally <laughs> wore navy blue polyester and handled tickets and tours for the NBC shows. That's kind of what you do as a page for the start of it. So basically Jake, I think the reason Jake liked me so much is because he like hit the ground running in New York and he started dating a girl who had access to like all that fun yeah. stuff. Not like I was just the loser who was like taking tickets, but you know, you make enough friends that you could be like, hey, can you sneak my buddy and whatever. So he would just spend the whole time going to see, you know, it wasn't Fallon at the time, who was it? Conan O'Brien and SNL and you know, whatever. Oh, and that's cool. Meanwhile, I'm like, sweet, this guy. Yeah, so like I'm like in town three like weeks, and I'm like, all right, so I'm dating a six-foot blonde who I'm like super into. Her roommate gets us into SNL every weekend, and at that point, Carolina was making a huge run in the tournament. It was 05, so we were doing all these game watches. I'm like, New York is amazing. <laughs> the best ever. But I'm now I realize like I kind of hit the jackpot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm getting real handsy right now. <laughs> no. Okay, no, I'm not. No, I know what a page is from 30 Rock. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. That's Kenneth. what I always say to people. Kenneth, Kenneth. the page. Kenneth, yeah. 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 Love that. I, I picture know. you now like well, that. I'm glad that's your <laughs> And I would like, what is it, turn you out, trick you out? Like all my friends would come up and oh. like, yeah, this is my girl. She'll give you a tour player. <laughs> and they're like, why? Hey, Paige, give, give us another tour. <laughs> yeah, what with the hosiery? Navy hose? <laughs> Gosh, she can't dress. That's, oh, it was really awful. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. But Do they did. still wear those outfits? I think, it actually, it was one of my jobs before I left the page. I guess the program it could be called is they asked me to find a new uniform and I think they switched to gray. Oh. Wait, did you really? That was, that's like kind that's, of a cool thing. They put you deal. in charge of changing yeah. the universe? But I don't think they took that should be your no, claim to did. fame, not they just did. being on the new. I have friends who were pages and they wore gray. They wear gray now? Mm -hmm. Well, there you go. They're welcome. Thanks to you. Yes. Paige. Huge. That should be on your bio. Huge. Put that on LinkedIn. 
Okay. Okay. Do it right now. You use your phone. I don't know how to use LinkedIn, but... Um, Pause the conversation. We'll put it on your document and then resume. So you decide to get married. You get engaged. Mm-hmm. Do you live in New York together, or was that when you decided to move to Charlotte? <sighs> we... Jake likes to say we lived together for a couple weeks before we got married, which we did not. And my mother would have a heart attack <laughs> if she heard him say that. He had to get out of his lease, so he came and stayed in our living room for two weeks before we got married. Um... Because, you know, for the least reason or whatever. So we, didn't... we lived together oh, yes. for I two know, weeks. I that implies things that... By the way, I love how you're, like, pulling the brakes where it was 10 minutes ago you were like, yeah, Jake would come and spend the night all the time in my loft bed. <laughs> yeah, but I also made it a point to make it clear that you were frustrated in the morning so we could leave Okay, well, now you just took it to a whole other level. Golden margarita. Oh, my gosh. Not the business. Anybody's Not business. frustrated. Not <laughs> frustrated. Well, let's just say we were on the old-fashioned side... Uh, but we and we did we we made a conscious decision not to live together for a variety of reasons. But namely, we we just we wanted it to be different when we got married. Mm-hmm. We just that was a, I know that that's you know a lot of people don't do it that way now. Especially in big cities, save money. Yeah. Especially in big cities, yeah. save yeah. money, right? And just kind of practically speaking, it does make a lot of sense to live together before you're married. But we had a quick engagement. That was right. part of why we did is because we wanted to move in together, but we didn't want to do that before we got married, and that was just a choice we made. Um, and. I liked it because it felt really different when we got married. But I, I mean, mm-hmm. what? Oh, it was so different. Oh my god! It was so, it was so wonderful. Says the guy who. <laughs> oh no, we're, they we're. asked. Yeah, they asked us this in our in our um, wedding DVD. The guy who like did our you yeah. know wedding videography, and then afterwards they did interviews and spliced it together, whatever. And he goes, "So, what's the biggest change since you guys got married?" And I'm thinking, like, I think my answer literally, I was like. We did it separately or something, and I was like, I get to wake up next to my best friend every morning. Like, it's, you know, this lovely thing, whatever. (laughs) Well, it was the best. Yeah, I know, a little bit. But Jake goes, without even thinking of it, oh, it's really hard to share the closet space (laughs) now. Okay, one, I'm a guy, so you can't, don't expect too much from me. Two, like, truly, that was a major change. We had one (laughs) tiny closet, and here you come with your Greta Van Sestren dresses, or whatever they're called. What are they called? What are those dresses? Oh, <laughs> and you had a hundred of them in the closet. God. I wish. I yeah. wish I had a hundred Diane Von Persenberg I don't wish I had a hundred of Greta Van Sussman dresses. Those they dresses make beautiful would be dresses, Greta. Horrendous. Yeah. Her dresses would be terrible. Whatever. That's the name that always pops into my head. I know. I have no idea what you asked us originally. Get Sorry. your Gretas out of here. I think I asked. Did we live together? You, no, so you get married and you're living in New York yes. together. So, then we so, moved to Hoboken. Okay. Uh, then we moved to Hoboken together. But quickly, I mean, we were only there a year. We okay. signed a year lease. Uh, Paige realized she wanted to be in front of instead of behind the camera. Right. And it was a chance to move back to Raleigh. We looked at Richmond, Miami, two other places. Chicago. Yep. And then I had one of my first jobs out of school was with USA Baseball, and they kind of had my dream position. Mm-hmm. I called them just a network, and they said, hey, this is open. So we went down. But really, it was working in entertainment and working in sports, mm-hmm. you make no money unless you're like the top, top. So we were looking at, we knew we wanted to have kids at some point. We were looking at walk-ups, like carrying strollers, yeah, five stories, and living paycheck to paycheck. And we are like, let's go down to North Carolina and let it that and money stretch a little bit. Paycheck there. <laughs> yeah. yeah actually. Are your families here in, in North Carolina? Uh, mine, I mean, immediate, yes. So mm-hmm. mine are in the Pinehurst area, mm-hmm. Southern Pines. My, yeah, well, mine are, mine are in D.C. That's where I'm from. But then my brother is in Charlotte. Um, he settled down here about 12 years ago and has always wanted us to get down mm-hmm. here. And we were always just like, well, five years ago, his wife's sister moved down here and lives one house down from them on the left. And he's, again, the whole time, like, come down, everyone's having kids, let's all do this. And a job opened up at the Fox station down here right when my contract was up at NBC in Raleigh. And the day that that happened, uh, another house, two houses down the other direction opened up. Yeah. He called and said, like, get down here. So we all live on one street. We're all building houses together right now somewhere else. In so. Marvin. We're going even further south. Never even heard further. of Marvin. Exactly. Uh, okay. <laughs> At least play along. At least play along. No, but it's cool. So her brother, just to give you a little context, her brother owns Movement Mortgage, which is a oh, big yeah. uh, mortgage company down in South Charlotte. And then his wife, sister-in-law, uh, Michelle Crawford, is a big CrossFitter. She went to the games, the individual and a team, and the sister was on the team as well. So we came down, and they're already, like, you know, huge studs in the area. Plugged in. But yeah. we're here. My brother played for the Panthers oh, cool. uh, out of college. So that's how Charlotte kind of became home base. And now we're all here. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Yes, yeah, it's, it's really exciting uh, to come down and be around so many super fit people on <laughs> vacation with super fit people. I mean, yeah. Paige and I have never worn T-shirts in 100 degree weather more in our lives than <laughs> we have we getting out here. Why are Jake and Paige still in long sleeves? Like, oh, we're good, guys. Ashamed. We're good. Yeah. They're ashamed of their physique. Would you say I'm going to wear a burkini? Would you, <laughs> yes. We went to, <laughs> we went to like the the uh, CrossFit. It's called Rising. We mm-hmm. went to the pool party last weekend. Oh God. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Under pressure. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, let's be honest. Most CrossFitters work out in bikinis anyway, like the women right. do. So I was like, well, this isn't going to be that different for most people. So I got like a full body wax. Was doing like push-ups <laughs> in the parking lot. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a scene to get there. So I just brought us all the way to North Carolina. I took us okay. out of New York. Sorry if we were still No, there. that's where we want to okay. be. Yeah. So you're married. You're living in North Carolina. and In Raleigh. First. In Raleigh. Mm-hmm. And you don't have kids yet. Correct. Living the dream, kids. right? Yeah. Amen. <laughs> so, <sir. laughs> but, so you decide to have kids. Yes. Biggest mistake. No, I'm kidding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All How did that change there. your marriage when you guys decided to have kids from when you were just living, just two of you? Well, it was his choice. I'm sorry? I know. <laughs> I knew you were going to react like that. What? In all seriousness, <laughs> no. I was ready. Like, when we left New York, I was like, okay, I could have kids at any point now. And I told him, like, you let me know. Mm-hmm. when you're. You know, I don't want to kind of, like, be constantly, like, nagging you and asking you. You let me know when you're, mar- when you're married. <laughs> when you're ready. Paige, I'm married. <laughs> well. I'm ready. I'm married. Two years ago, yeah. Um, yeah, and then one day we just decided, like, he was like, let's pull the goalie and just kind of see what happens. And literally, like... It happened. Mm. And which is, we always tell people like, you know, you know, everybody now, you, you take time and then everybody waits too long and has to do fertility issues. Right. They, you know, yada, yada, yada. It's like you can't really hit the happy medium. It's hard to. But fair warning to anyone thinking of getting pregnant, like it could happen <laughs> right away. And, yeah. you know, that can hit you like a ton of bricks too. Yeah, it did. And it was great. A great ton of bricks? It's a great ton of bricks. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, for sure. And so that was Ford. So he is our seven-year-old. Mm-hmm. Uh, going into second grade, which is crazy. But yeah, I mean, we, um, you just don't know what to expect. I mean, it's the, all of the blogs and videos and books. I mean, you just get hit over the head. I know our parents just roll their eyes at us all Mm -hmm. the time. Like you gotta be kidding me. But like one of the things that you get told is you gotta pack a bag and this bag better have everything. in. I mean, DVDs, everything (laughs) just, DVDs, you know, everything. <laughs> You're going to watch so yeah. many movies. So many. The only thing. But again, is go back to what I registered for <laughs> exactly. in Target. So you pack this bag. So that's one of the things. So the bag that you take to the hospital. Right. right? So Paige's blood pressure on the first one shot up and Braxton Hicks, that's not it. What is it? Preclampsia. Preclampsia, yeah. yes. Look at you. Whoa. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Look at the brain on Brad. <laughs> no. Do you have something to tell us? Yeah, so we go in, and the doctor, who she was amazing, um, looked at Paige and was like, well, your face is bright red. Um, this Scott doesn't look good. Well, but it was like bad. Yeah. And then they checked your blood pressure, and they said, you need to go to the hospital. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. And both of us go... What about the bag? Can, I, can we go home and get the bag? And she was like, screw the bag. What are we going to watch? Oh, no. But we had Ford. And literally, I mean, we had been married, I think, a year before we got pregnant. So about almost two years by the time we had him. And one big thing that we had always talked about before we had kids was I was adamant. Like, I want to stay home with our kids, mm-hmm. period. I don't care if we have to downgrade big time in our, you know, standard of living. Like, I want to be home with our kids. want to be home. And he was always like, okay, yeah, sure. But like, okay, like, we, you know, let's bring in some cash too. So six weeks into my maternity leave with him, they wiped out half the station that I was at. They literally oh. laid off more than half the people that worked NBC there. NBC affiliate. Including me. Yeah, it was an NBC affiliate. Including me. So I got a oh. call. Like, literally, I'm sitting on the couch nursing this, you know, six-week-old baby, frankly, not wanting to go back to work anyway, and I get this call. But I st- it's still just a weird feeling to lose your job, you know, yeah. to have someone call and say, like, your position has been been eliminated. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, is this even legal? Like, I'm on maternity. Yeah, can, they, you know, can do you do this? Yeah. Not well, they I, gave you a nice little severance, I they think, did. It was, and, you know, they were, make you yes, go away quietly. Yeah. Perfectly legal and fine. But so I remember calling Jake and, and just like I started crying on the phone and I was like I just lost my job like I don't really want the job but I just lost the job and that's weird and now I have this baby and you know so so we spent that that year then I kind of tried to do like work part-time slash home with him Mm -hmm. but slash good luck to anybody who's trying to actually work from home right like that just isn't realistic you know for for me it wasn't you got your hustle on I did get my hustle on 
Um, but it was a good it was a good lesson learned too in how bad I am at being a stay at home mom. Like didn't like it, didn't mm-hmm. enjoy it, didn't actually want to do that. So, but it was hard for us because I was constantly going, "What do I want? What what's best for the baby? What's best for us?" And he was like, "Will you just freaking decide?" Like you know what I mean? Like for I think for the dad, for the husband, a lot of times that's really hard because they just want. They're, they'll be okay with whatever decision usually mm-hmm. for the most part but for the mm. woman you feel like you can make a decision which makes it harder because you have all these choices to choose from yeah and there's the pressure to stay at home and right. if you don't like that it's like what's wrong with you right. you know it's yeah it's intense yeah so you're currently doing a morning show right, right. so how do you balance getting up this was actually a listener question how do you guys balance your early morning schedule Jake are you normal hours Yes. Because okay. now you guys have three kids. Right. Now we have three. We didn't get there yet. Fast forward to okay. today. Seven-year-old boy, Ford. Six-year-old boy, Cal. It happened that Two quickly. more right. appeared right. somehow. Right. So what yeah. now? Yeah. And then a three-year-old girl, June. Oh, who's She's adorable. She's the best. Our grand finale. Yeah. She's yeah. by far our favorite. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah, so talk about your fancy job that leaves me hanging every morning. Go ahead. So, <laughs> so what time do you even get to work? So I wake up, my alarm, my first alarm goes off at 1.57 oh a.m. <gasps> I know, so in what? Yeah. That gives yeah. me anxiety. I know. Like, it, almost in six hours. Less it's 7.45 right now. But I know. Um, I, how are you here? Without no, being no, married, you know without don't, having guys, kids. don't, don't, don't feel this. Come don't. On, yeah. Don't feel Aren't it. I impressive? Don't feel I want to keep drinking margaritas and go somewhere <laughs> cool uptown. <laughs> We're uptown, right? This is, up, okay. Close enough. Close yeah, a bit, close enough. Exactly. Bordering on uptown. No, in all seriousness, my schedule sucks for the wake up. The mm-hmm. one fifty. So I wake up at one fifty seven. <laughs> I snooze for a while, whatever. I'm at the station anytime between two thirty and three thirty, depending on how much I've snoozed that morning. And I'm home anytime between ten thirty and noon, depending on how what I have to stay for and what I need to do or leave. I'm sorry, anytime between ten thirty and noon. So I then sleep for a large chunk of time, like three to four hours if I can. Kids wow. get off the bus at four. I get them. We get June from daycare. Come back. Have the afternoon and evening. But. The reason we do it that way, back to your point about like the pressure of, of of a mom, especially for you know whatever reason, I did. I always felt like I should have half day childcare when my kids were young enough for childcare because I get off at half day. So mm-hmm. like a good mom goes and picks her kids up and spends the rest of the day. Well, like a good mom also has her eyes open and is awake when her children right. are there. You know, right. and I, I tried that for a while and I was a raging bitch to Jake. I was not a good mom to them. I, you know what I mean? It was just if they Exhausted. weren't napping, I was like, it was just it was horrible. So anyway, so that's how we do it, and it, it works out well in the sense that we kind of have our rhythm down. It's still really hard. It's still can be brutal but it was the best thing in the world for our relationship because when I when I went back on that schedule and Jake doesn't feel this as much because I think I kind of wasn't as honest with him about it honestly like I cried to my best friend the one I lived with in New York Mm -hmm. almost every day when our kids were uh, Ford was 15 months old when Cal was born and for like that eight month stretch where they were both infants basically I I called her every day crying like I can't do this they're horrible I can't handle them I can't control them I'm not sleeping enough I'm not this that you know whatever and I didn't really want to do that to him because I didn't want to put all that on him so when when I went back to work and he would come home and I'd go like just take them like I need five minutes I need to take a shower I need to do something and he would be like what is your problem like pull your head out of your ass and like this isn't that hard Mm -hmm. and then when I went back to work and he had mornings by himself it went from me going oh my god our kids are awful to him and him going come on this isn't that hard to me going oh my god our kids are awful and he's like they fucking suck (laughs) they're terrible this is so hard and we were like yay we agree like we both hate them to be clear I definitely hated them before that (laughs) you did well you hated them more after you had to do it by yourself yeah so yeah. that's just a part of parenting. You hate your kids sometimes, and you just deal with it and move on. Uh, One thousand. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, I mean, as much as we love June, <laughs> June is the worst right now. She's the worst. Like the whole terrible twos thing. No, terrible twos are really terrible threes. Yeah, yeah. And all three of ours were the worst at age three. It's crazy. And June right now, oh my goodness. I mean, we're loud. I mean, we're a loud family. And June just was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm just gonna plow through. I'm gonna scream louder than everyone. And I'm going to say it over and over and over over again. I want to punt her across the house so many times. The weekends, right? Yeah, weekends. Talk to me. Hey, at 2 o'clock. At 2 o'clock on Sunday. Hey, all right. All right. At 2 o'clock on Sundays. You're ready to kick a kid in the face, aren't you? Yeah. I'm, I'm, hey. Uh, Yeah, that's right. Because you're halfway through. Give me a ting. Boom. All right. So So you guys just seem to have such a fun relationship like Lauren and I can't stop laughing it's probably all you're hearing is us laughing what is what is it that it's 
Seriously, I know people make the like relationship goals joke all the time, but seriously, this is what I want. Oh, thank you. A lot of, lot of margaritas. Super lucky. <laughs> a bit. Yeah. And I don't mean to kiss your ass, but no, really, like, no, yeah, you guys seem it. to have so much fun. Well, I think that's, I mean, you just said it. Like, that's, I think it's, you make a choice, mm-hmm. right, to do that or not. Like, you can, and honestly, again, not to, like, get too arse kissy here with you, James, but... I tend to take things a little more seriously mm-hmm. or tended to. And kind of early in our relationship, I kind of realized, like, it's a lot more fun to just kind of let stuff roll off your back yeah. and laugh about it and make fun of yourself and other people and whatever. <laughs> so It is so fun to make fun of other people. <laughs> that part's super fun. Like, everybody just be an a-hole and then you love your relationship. Yeah. No, but, you know, you just kind of learn, like, especially with the kids stuff. God, when kids, like, literally. You have to. Yeah. You have to. I remember a friend said to me, you were saying, I guess, you know, nobody ever tells you this stuff. And and my friend at work said the same thing. She adopted twins. Ooh. I know. And she goes, and, and, and it led to a lot of hard stuff between her and her husband and with the kids and everything. And she goes, why didn't you ever tell mm-hmm. me that it was this hard? And I go, I did. Like, I told you all the time. You just, until you experience it, you just, it doesn't sink in. And you have to just sort of realize, like, everybody it sucks parts of it suck for everybody you know it's like you're not the weird one to like why can't I get it right like no one's getting it right right yeah yeah so just make fun of other people and then laugh about it laugh about about it I I just think back like two days ago Sunday like we're driving and we our motto is just keep them moving so you know Paige's brother and sister-in-law they make fun of us like you guys you you post on social media about, you know, pray for Jake, pray for Paige, like all this <laughs> stuff. But you do know that you make these decisions to put yourself in these things. I'm like, would you rather be sitting around the house right. watching Netflix or whatever? Or would you rather be at a Knights game and like scrambling and running around and shoving dipping dots? And yeah, you'd rather be in the Knights game because yeah. it's more fun. But it is also awful. But I, I mean, it's, it's Sunday. I mean, I just remember we were driving around. And I think we were on our way to church or something. And... Like all of them at the top of their lungs were just talking to us. <laughs> and like, at us. At us. They didn't even and care if they got a response. N- yeah. And, and it, it truly it was like in a vacuum. They were all in their own vacuum. They couldn't hear the other. Yeah. And I just turned a page and I go, do you, do you hear this? Like they're all full tilt screaming. <laughs> And that's how it is normally on the weekends. I think literally what you did is look at me and said, why does anyone ever have children? Like, why do people have children? I just went on family vacation with my three nieces. One's five and the two are twin babies. And oh I thing. left like, I'm not having kids. And my whole family's like, yeah, you are, you are, you, you are. Yeah. And I was like, no, the five-year-old didn't stop talking the for 72 hours. Yeah. And I can't with that. Yeah. No. And I love her so much, but wow. Yeah. At some point you'll be ready. But right now, yeah. I, it, yeah. It's the same with your own kids. I'm I remember my mom yeah. saying it's different when they're yours, and it is, but like you get super annoyed right. with your own kids. You know what I mean? But I mean, we say all this and hear us clearly. Like, obviously, it's because I think it's just gross to hear people talk about how much they love each other and their kids. Mm-hmm. Like, we get it, you do. But so that's not what we focus on. But I mean, all of what we have said yeah. counterbalances the, the times of like at bedtime. Right. Like, the dance parties that we do. Last night we got home and our oldest asked us to put on the wobble so that he could do, <laughs> so he could do a wobble performance. And literally all three of our children were wobbling for us for like half an hour. Yeah. And then we t- it turned into like a family dance party. And, you know, I mean, I would so love to like put a greatest hits album together of our kids and just loop that <laughs> for an right. hour. If I could have that for an hour every day, I would be a super psyched parent. But the other 23 hours, right. I mean, only doing wobbling all day. Right. Oh, and I mean, none if of I could watch stuff. my kids wobble. <laughs> I would have a million other kids. Yeah. <laughs> I would have a billion kids. But guess what? When they're done wobbling, they are the worst people on earth. Yeah. So how do you guys keep your relationship strong when you have three kids? You have date nights. Bingo. Yeah, I, I mean, so one of the things we started on Paige's work Facebook page was date nights. Mm-hmm. So, and it's weeknights, it's weekends, but I mean, we don't have anything like nailed down on the schedule. Um, but we try to do one at least once a week. And I mean, mm-hmm. truly stuff like this, like we teach a skill pop mm-hmm. class. Um, we call that a date night. We call that a date night. We're, for, we're so, like, it's time when like, it's just the two of us. Keep it real. So like we, you make, you know, you make a little bit of money. Right. It was just featured. I think somebody wrote an article about like side hustle. So you do make a couple bucks Right. that pays for our sitter that night. And then the leftover money pays for dinner. Now we don't literally go take that toward dinner, but that's the way we look at it. Right. It's like we get to hang out with each other for a couple hours and um, yeah, 
those great Tuesdays. I know. If that's so that's so lame. I get how that sounds. And like, I don't think it is. No, you don't see it's lame. That's no, kind of awesome. I think yeah. it's great that you do it because you see right. a lot of couples that get so caught up yeah. and don't take that time right. for each other. And people always say like, "How do you guys do it? How do you make? How do you you know? How do you do the day? And we're, you just do it. Like mm-hmm. sitters can get expensive. I do yeah. get that. But there's ways to like trade with people. You know what I mean? Like help a friend out. You watch their kids. Right. They watch yours. Whatever. But also like that's our point. We we try to tell people all the time like we'll put the kids down. And call it a date night. Like right. go watch, make it be being and you know just making it a point to go down and sit on the couch together and watch a show, or you know ha- take ten minutes and, and eat together while we talk and then you know whatever like just 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 even knowing that the other person is meaning to spend that time with you and kind of have a little connection there is just all the difference in the world when you've got all the craziness of working kids mm-hmm. and everything else going. I like mean, on Sunday night when I you were like ready to make out and I told you I had to do my trades for fantasy oh. baseball. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you knew I was ready to make out, and you did your hundred percent. That's why you're so pissed. I was so pissed. I was way. By the way, super flushed. So you guys connected right off the bat. It's really lucky. The setup IRL. (laughs) Okay. My question is: Do you think? Well, this is actually a two-part question. Do you think people are too picky? That's a good one. You have a lot of deep answers to these types of questions. (laughs) I found. So you take this one. What? No, that was my tea up. Oh, that is a really good question. I feel Are like people too picky, like in the age of social media. My, now that, mm. well, I don't. Okay, in the ter- in sen- in the sense of relationships, maybe I think it's so much easier to meet people now because right. you've got you know Tinder and Peach and. <laughs> Peach. <laughs> I don't know what those are. Peach. Uh, peach what is peach? Did you tell me somebody said do peach is like the next oh, thing? Oh, there is a thing there called was, peach. There I don't know peach. what peach is. But peach is like a WhatsApp, I think. <laughs> I don't know what peach is. It's, yeah. Tinder and it's peach. It's like Twitter. Tinder and the, the other one. peach emoji. What's, you're thinking of the peach emoji. No, I'm not. There bumble is, is what you're thinking Okay, of. whatever. Yeah. Sure. You know, bumble. peach and bumble. But it's easy to meet people that <laughs> yeah. way. Grinder. Oh, yes. Peach and, I mean, Tinder and Grinder. That's what I was thinking. Peach and Grinder. You can meet people easily that way. The newest restaurant uptown. Go ahead. (laughs) No, you go ahead. (laughs) No, go. Sorry. Oh, I don't don't remember what I was saying. (laughs) All right. But do you think people obsess over the little details that make them bail in a relationship? So here's what I'll say. So I dated a girl for five years. What? Through college and then a year after college. Guess what her name was. When Paige. I, Paige. No. <laughs> Lauren. Oh, Lauren. Lauren. Oh. I should have known because you pointed at me. I pointed at you. Your hand was Got the it. point. Your name yeah. is Paige. Paige. Um, so after I broke up with her, I... You broke if, up with her? Mutual. <laughs> we <laughs> found out... At, well, that's actually a funny story. We found out at her wedding. Yes, we went to her wedding that's and she came wow. to ours. Wow. Oh, this is, this is not fair. It's three to one girls versus guys here. Okay. Anyway... Side eye, you're getting big side eye for the whole room. Her dad got up and gave a speech that was solely about her cheating on me. Oh, and Jake found out with the guy she married. Yeah, it was it was it was a wedding crashers like straight out of a movie speech where he goes. And if there's no chance he's listening, but shout out to Bob Klug, that was amazing. (laughs) But and all of our friends are there. All of our friends are, and she's next to me, probably like, "Why am I here? Why am I here? Why am I here? Whoa, this is the best day of my life." So he gets up and he's like, "You, you never know, knew until this moment." I mean, when they got married and got together, I was kind of like, mm, "That's interesting." He was the golf pro. She were, to be clear, yeah, it's not yeah. like this guy got it there and out. His his like, I'll defend Lauren here for a second. His ex girlfriend is actually delightful and lovely and like a yeah. really sweet girl. She didn't cheat on him in terms of like no. what you feel like physically cheating. She did, he was living in Colorado. Just an emotional affair. And she was <laughs> I mean no big deal. Right. Emotional affair. No, but basically, he gets up he well, just basically yeah, go ahead. He gets up and he's like he's like, "Hey, we always wondered when and we're going to get together." <laughs> Cuz I was still paying her phone bill and I'd see these phone bills and I'd see 3 minutes to Colorado Springs, which I was working for the US Olympic Committee out there. And then I'd see 2 hours to Chapel Hill and I'm like <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> that was his speech. That is a sick word. Where, where, you want, was like, where you want like Vince Vaughn to stand up yeah. and go, what, what my friend's trying to say is, you know, love is blind, but it was too late. <laughs> like it was already out there and everybody was like, oh, dang, Jake, did you, you're assuming you knew that. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so that, that's what I get for taking you <laughs> to my ex-girlfriend's yeah. wedding. Anyway, that's five years hilarious. with her. So when I, I was like, I don't know how to date, what is happening? And so I was just going on Dates after dates after mm-hmm. dates. And I think my friends would say, like, maybe, like, Jake, like, 
chill. Like, look for what you want in a woman. And when I got to New York, I found that. Ooh, good soundbite. Wow. So Thanks. being too picky, I don't think is a bad thing. Yeah, well, I don't think it's a bad thing either. And you and I always say this to each other, and I think it's so true. I think you can talk yourself out of, of dating anybody if you're not really that into them to begin with. Like, if you're being too picky, it's because you're just not into that person, I think. People always say, like, oh, he or she broke up with me because, like, our careers are just at this time. We don't have time, and -and so-and-so wants to be here. If you find that, like, I would have gone anywhere Mm -hmm. if we decided to be together, and Jake was like, I want to move to Mars. I'd be like, okay. Like, I would rather us be together, and I'll find something to do on Mars than break up Mm -hmm. so that we, and then hopefully get back together. Like, I think if you find somebody that you are into enough and you know that you guys want to be together... You make it work. Our first date, our first, I don't know if we said this yet, our first date, we call it the 10 spot. You guys probably don't even remember this. On MTV, it used to be a show called the 10 spot on Fridays at 10. And I worked as a page, crazy hours. I was working on the weekend today show, so I had to be there at, like, which is sleeping in for me now, but I had to be there at, the, I think, 4 a.m. And I worked until 10 o'clock the night before. And he worked, you know, normal hours. So the only time we could possibly get together, because I worked all weekend, was at 10 o'clock on the Friday night. And we met at 10 o'clock on the Friday night, mm-hmm. literally s- sat at the bar all night long. And he walked me over to the Today Show in the morning. Aww. And, like, you know, like, it was horrible. We could have very yeah. easily said, like, oh, we just don't have time for each other. But we really wanted to see each other and hang out. So we did. So. I mean, I hope you just remembered everything that you just said. Because I'm talking about wanting to go out to dinner after this, and it is 8 o'clock, <laughs> and now you oh, want to I go to bed. Oh, I got you now, boo. I already got you. I don't need to, I just I don't want need to stay up late. a decent meal at a cool spot uptown. <laughs> We're never up here. How do you think your relationship would have been different if you had met when social media was a thing, when texting was a thing, when online dating Listen, was a thing? we're not like eight. <laughs> we did text. No, but like, I just feel like people are so dependent on yeah. all mm-hmm. that stuff now yeah. that they don't have phone conversations or meet up in real life. Mm-hmm. They'll just text and text and text. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not a real relationship. Yeah, I mean, the game has... For real change. I mean, I, I hear like snippets every now and then. I'm like, wow. And I, I mean, the best part of now like vacations and things we go we we go on kind of group vacations a lot of times with friends. And you know, it sucks for the person, but you know, there's a divorcee there. Let's say mm-hmm. the best part of the vacation is just running through Tinder with him. <laughs> and he's like, guys, don't do that. Guys, don't do it. And those videos are popping up. I'm going to see it, like Jennifer Lawrence and mm-hmm. Amy Schumer. Yeah. Like, they go through, and then I saw some others. Um, but then, like, it's like, aha, that's funny games. And we get back to our rooms, and we're like... No, that's oh, real. Oh, that's <laughs> right? real. Yeah. That's like, for real. us, it's a joke, but I'm like, right. thank God, that's not us. Yeah. Like, I would not... I don't want to be in that world right now. Like, I, you tell us. I don't know. I mean, is it hard to... You know, like, I don't know that for... I mean... I mean... Yeah, I guess if you want to go there, in a sense, things like that make it easier for people who would be cheaters or something. Maybe it's easier to do that kind of thing and hide right. things like that and what have you. Like, but then, like, I just thing? went to Chicago, saw my brother who lives there, and he's dating. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so, you know, like Tinder? How's Tinder? He goes, oh, easy, champ. No, Tinder's for hooking up. I don't do Tinder. I do Peach or whatever the hell he said. <laughs> no, I do something else. So it's like Peach I don't even so know what it is now. Yeah, I don't even know. What it is, but uh, I guess Tinder is the like, let's get down and smash. What am I yeah, saying? Smash. Maybe in my in my loft bed. I don't know. It's different in different places. I think. Here, is Tinder yeah. is, t- is Tinder bigger here? It was for a while, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just like a hookup app. But now I don't think it's quite as big. I think Bumble's, Bumble's kind of definitely as a, a dating thing. app. Or yeah. a dating app. Okay. Dating no, app. yeah, no. Both of them are dating apps. Yeah, that's cool. I'm okay. dating somebody that I met on Tinder for oh. real. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So it, it really is real and it's yeah. not a hookup app, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, then maybe that's just how it skews for 40 year old divorcees. Like when I'm a 31 year old divorcee. So oh, well, I don't know. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Are right. you really? How yes. long were you married? Five years. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, then maybe we're just getting it pitched to us incorrectly because it sounds no, super... No, but maybe it's different in different places. We don't know. Like, we know Charlotte well, pretty well. put it out there how you, like, what, what you're, like, looking for. Yes, and, what you're, and I think people right? do that. Like, yeah. there's definitely people that are creeps on Tinder and message you gross stuff and are looking for a hookup. Right. But there's also real stuff happening yeah. on there for sure. You know, people are getting married and... Yeah, no, I mean, I've got a cousin that just got married, meeting, and it's changed. It's like meeting someone online. Yeah. That has changed. Yeah, it totally has. Like, match... And now it's all these other apps. But seriously, when I said to Tinder to my brother, who's 29, Mike's 29, in Chicago, big city, and he was like, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, <laughs> Tinder, easy. And I'm like, 
okay, well, I thought in Charlotte, and to your point, yeah. it's Tinder the works. Implication yeah. Is, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I, well, I always say, we always joke if anything ever happened to Jake, like if he, we get in a car accident on the way home and, you know. R.I.P. And I die and you live? Yeah. I would, I would totally that go online. sounds like an awful car accident. <laughs> it does sound like a horrible car accident. However, I would, would, I would go online yeah. to try to meet somebody. For sure. Story. Yeah. What? It's the way you do it now, which well, is I'd crazy. be dead. So <laughs> oh, what are yeah. you saying? I am dead in this story. <laughs> I know, but if, this, if the tables were turned, you always said that you wouldn't. Get online? Yeah. A hundred percent, I would get online <laughs> yeah. and run a train through Charlotte. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> It's just a shout out to the train that just ran. No, no. All right. Okay. Yes. I, I think I probably said that to you when we were dating. What would happen if you died? I'm like, babe, I would never. You're, you're I, you're I will never die. I would die. be celibate all in love with you the rest of my life. I would just live and you'd be my notebook wife. No, but I think that it, to answer your question that you sort of indirectly asked before, um, I think that we probably would have matched on a site if mm-hmm. there were like a, a thing like like we really do just happen to be not every couple that works is like that but we really do just happen to be like the male and female version of each other and like oh I know what you were at you were talking about the person that I was dating before Jake Pansy see that <laughs> the person that I was dating before Jake was this guy named Raj Roger. Raj Roger in the That's city name? Raj. Roger it was Roger and we called, we called <laughs> well, him they Raj called him now. Raj with a goatee. Yep, and he had a goatee. Again, and there are there's a James, there's a guy named James with a goatee right now. It's listening. It's like these people are the worst. <laughs> I know. Like no, James with a goatee, you are. James with a goatee, hang up or turn this off or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or however you stop. Hang up. Press Shout off. out to James with a goatee. But so, so I was I was dating Raj, and he was like a great dater. Like he always in the city, and he always like picked like the coolest restaurant to go to, and this. But he was just like so. And we went, the last date we went on, we went to meet up with my friends, my roommates at the time at a karaoke bar. And we get into this karaoke room and like Backstreet Boys or something came on and my friends were on there and we're all drinking and we're like, I'm like, oh, let's put a song on and we'll go up there. And you know, we're all having the best time. And he's like, I'll go get everybody drinks. Cause he's like, Raj, the perfect dater. And he comes back and brings everybody drinks, but like doesn't want to get up and do the song with me or dance with my girlfriends or whatever. And I went home that night and I just like cried to my my, shook us to my roommate at the time who ended up fixing us up. A, a lot of crying later. to shook us in I know, this episode. I know. Just, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I just want to meet a guy who I have as much fun with as you guys. Like, yeah. I want to meet a guy who's like my girlfriends. And literally three weeks later, <laughs> Jake switched. Got him. Yep. <laughs> I met Jake seriously. And it was like, that doesn't yeah. always happen yeah. like that, you know? But like, I think that for well, us, yeah, it yeah. just happens that we were very so, in summary, I am a terrible dater, but fun at karaoke. <laughs> He's like a hairy girl. Yeah. <laughs> and, and. And scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you know, we get to the bar and, like, who wants drinks? I don't care. I'm going to sing. So. <laughs> You're mine. Doubts. Doubts. Ooh. Doubts. Are they normal in a relationship? We talked about this last episode. We really, like, watched The Bachelorette. Oh, uh, you too. Ditto. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Was going to be embarrassed. Not anymore. No. So... Uh, this is something we noticed. JoJo was like, I have no doubts with Robbie. I feel like it's going to be perfect. But with Jordan, I have doubts. So she ended up with Jordan. Do you think it's normal to have doubts? Do you think it's normal t- to have doubts and not just be like, everything's going to be perfect with you? They're shaking their head yes. So I'm still Yeah. That's <laughs> a podcast. We should probably be <laughs> yeah, sorry. audible. Mm. Yes. That's our answer. Yeah. <laughs> we agree. No, oh, so, oh, no, I was, I was kidding. Um, doubts. Um, uh, wow, like wide-ranging, just doubts about anything. Well, we were talking about doubts versus dread. Like, mm-hmm. are doubts normal, and how do you know if it's like a deep dread where you know you're not supposed to be with that person, like Raj? Oh. <sighs> I mean, do you want to go for it? Do you have... I mean, so, I, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. Not to go back, but like, so all well, I, I assume had, you don't have doubts now. So I no, 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 back. no. I just mean, I mean, so long term dating, and then a bunch of mm-hmm. just mm. one, two dates and done, and now married with a bunch of kids. Um, the ones in the middle were clear, clearly like no. The one in the beginning, I was like, oh wow. So should I be feeling a certain way? Mm-hmm. This we have been together for a while. We had some, you know, you always get the friends out of school that get married immediately. Mm-hmm. And like, what are you doing? But some of them are still married and happy, but that is crazy to me still. But I, I was, I had doubts. In other I words, said, you felt like, should I feel like I'm wanting to marry this person? Correct. Yeah. And I, I mean, I remember just saying, you know, I got a job offer in Colorado Springs 
And I was more happy about that than worried about anything else. And that's, in my mind, I was like, ah, okay. Mm-hmm. So this is what it feels like to know that it's just not the right fit. Well, I know she was, you know, on the driving range <laughs> with her now husband, you know, working on her putting stroke. So clearly she was out yeah. about to. She was like, oh, you're going to Colorado Springs. Oh, that sucks. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, great. Okay, Have fun. <laughs> Bye. Gotta go. Four. Fun couple years. Four. <laughs> Isn't that what you yelling Yeah, about? but. That could be sexual, too. (laughs) But I haven't had doubts with us. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, doubts, depending on how you define it, can mean a whole lot of things. Like, I think that it's silly to say, I hate it, sorry, I hate it when, I just kicked you in the leg, Um, when people (laughs) say, like, you just know, and when you know, you just know. And I mean, I think you you know that you're really crazy about someone, and you know that you love them, and you know what, uh, the way that I see it and that we see it, I know we've talked about a lot, is you choose that person Mm -hmm. like you know what I mean it's not like fate like you just fall into each other's arms and you have no choice in the matter and like this is your this is your soulmate who you're meant to be with I think there are probably a lot of people that you could choose Mm -hmm. to marry and make a good happy marriage with there's you 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 meet the person at the right time in your life that you then go you know what we're gonna do this and I want to do this and we're gonna make the choices to make this happen which I think is a really freeing thing to think honestly because it gives you a little bit of power in the situation you're not just kind of left going you know, I don't know, is this the one, is this the person I'm supposed to be? Like, what does that even mean in a lot of ways? It's, I think it's a decision that you make together. And, and you that, keep making that decision every day. And you keep making that decision, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And when you said, let's have a third, I said, <laughs> Hell no. I, I have doubts. I doubt that's a good idea. <laughs> I doubt. <laughs> right. I am doubting this thought process. Who was right. Okay. <laughs> She's pretty cute. June's great. <laughs> I love that name, too. It's, yeah, it's a really cute name. Thanks. This is grandmother's. Oh. Yeah. It's true. Do you have any advice for our listeners who oh. yes. are single and looking for yes. the, like a relationship? People what? are going to listen to this yeah. and want what you have. What, mm. what can they do? Oh, man. Well, I, I think that you... Oh, my gosh. I, I'm not even going to say what I was just like thinking. Gonna I was going to throw up in my mouth. <laughs> you be yourself. You know? Just be yourself. No, I'm not going to say that. Man, I don't, I mean, yeah, I think there's part of that. I think, um, you know, I'm a big proponent of like, hey, if it's not working, move on Mm -hmm. quickly and, and, you know, because time is short. But also, man, communication. Like, I'm hearing from Paige about her friend who's going through this, what, 36-year-old divorcee, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she's like, the game has changed, Mm -hmm. and, like, I don't hear anything, like, zero. Like, I will have... I mean, this sound, again, this all sounds so cliche. I'll have an amazing night, and mm-hmm. and she is, I, mean, I don't want to like out her, but like she is a rock star catch, kick-ass job, like good-looking, everything. Like can't get a call back after one date. And not even, you know what I mean? Not yeah. even to say like, um, you know, that was great, but let's move on. Like that is not hard. Honestly, that sounds like weird advice to say, like, here's how to meet someone in the dating scene. But in all seriousness, I think a very, very good advice for anyone in the dating scene is be a considerate person to the people that you're dating, even when you want to not be dating them anymore. Mm -hmm. Especially in the age now of of social media and text, which I think, by the way, is a lame way to do it. But it is at least a way to communicate that where radio silence is so inconsiderate and just it gives you a bad rep it's not it's it's unkind to people that you have gotten to know at least even a little bit mm-hmm. it's just it's in college my roommate at the time we were 20 maybe 19 and we all shared a room and she was on the phone with this guy who she'd been out with a couple of times didn't want to go out with again and he called to ask her out to see if she wanted to go out again and she literally like such an adult just goes Hey, thank you so much. I had a good time the first couple times that we went out, but I honestly just don't feel a whole lot of chemistry. I don't think this is going to go anywhere. So I think that it's better if we don't go out again. And then we heard like a pause. She's like, yeah, no, you too. Okay, bye-bye. And she got a phone, and we were both like, you are such a grown-up. Yeah. <laughs> like, what did you just do? And she was like, what? I mean, I felt like that was a nice thing to do. Like, it's true. I don't dislike him. Yeah. I just kind of didn't feel chemistry. Honestly, watching The Bachelor and Bachelorette mm-hmm. makes you see that conversation again and again, and you go, yes. there is just a, there's like a humanity to just saying to someone, I'm just not feeling this that much. You are nice. It's nothing, it, you know. And Big it fan is, of that. Yeah, Shut just be down. honest with someone. In, in, and, ex- and that way you can expect the same back from them, and then it's not weird when you run yeah. into them somewhere. Which you inevitably. You're well. just kind of saying, and as an as an adult too, you need to be able to hear that and go, for whatever reason, 
this person was just not that into me. And like, that doesn't make me a bad person. That doesn't make me undesirable right. to other people. It just happened to not be the right chemistry with that person. And then it's really, you're better off. Yeah. Yes. In the long run. Right. right? Yeah. Cause then you're free to go meet the hairy dude. Right. So I had Dream zero success in that like year in between. And that was all like picking up girls, mm-hmm. you know, asking for numbers. And I'm just, you probably tell, I've got I cannot, no I wish game. I could be a fly in the like, wall. I'm like, hey, what's up? Uh, this so is awkward. fun. What is your phone? What number do you use to pick up phones? Nope, I'm out of here. <laughs> so, That's literally probably Yeah, I'm like, I was horrible <laughs> at it. And all those dates, I mean, maybe there were a couple that went to two dates and they were all really bad. Um, I assume you guys watch or listen to uh, maybe startup podcasts. Mm-hmm. Okay, season two is about a startup about dating. And it's a company that started up in New York where it's based on referral. Uh, it, it's based on you meet your matchmaker. So you get to know the matchmaker, and then that matchmaker goes and finds people for you. Now, clearly, Tinder and Bumble and Peach and Grinder and all Peach. these. And all these have success stories, but I'm also a big fan of the referral. Now, at the time, Amen. when your friend, your roommate said, hey, mm-hmm. meet my roommate. Remember, I was coming off a year of like, ugh. But then it was Paige. Clearly, Lindsay knew me. Mm-hmm. She knew you. And she helped put it together. So I think any time that you can go through a friend's referral mm-hmm. or somebody, and I know this is not rocket science, but I'm a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't work be adult enough to be honest with each other and Shut just move on from there yeah. because so that then then you don't ruin any of those relationships with right. a mutual friend with each other with nothing else and you both just are able to go that didn't work but okay there's another person that I know who's let's shake know, on it let's mm-hmm. shake goodbye on it. high five that was enjoyable yeah, but but never again Right. <laughs> but not enough that I ever want to right. see you again. I do not want to touch your lips. <laughs> right. Goodbye. But we are all adults, and it's like if 20-year-old so like college it. person can do that, 100%. Yeah. can't people who are almost 30s in their 30s do that too, yes. right? Well, thank you guys so much for being this here. Awesome. I can't believe you thank used your date you night to come talk with us. We are I feel honored, honestly. No, we yeah. This is a double date, guys. Date I don't this know is a double date. This, this is amazing. Thank we, you We are basically with us. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks. That was great. Wonderful night. <laughs> Let's plug your social media. Plug okay. it. Okay. Instagram, Paige Crawford. Be here for an hour. No, I. Yeah. Twitter, <laughs> P. Crawford, Fox 46. You can also see her every morning, right? Yeah. Yes. On Good Day Charlotte. Oh, yeah. On yes. Good Day Charlotte. Thank you. You're right. Yeah. In 30 minutes here coming up. <laughs> yeah. Under construction. Yeah. You got Under a lot of fun stuff coming. 4.30 to 9. If anybody's awake during that time. There you go. Wake up and yeah. stream us live or turn us on. Hey. Jake at Jake Failing. Yes, at Jake Failing. J-A-K-E-F-E-H-L-I-N-G. You can see lots of pics of those adorable kids. Yeah, I write uh, I write some stuff about... People think I'm a blogger. I'm not. <laughs> but I kind of like that. You play one ago. on the internet every Yeah, day. I play an internet That's blogger. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Thank, Thank you, you again. Thanks, Thank you Thanks, so guys. Much. It was awesome. Cheers! Cheers. I think that's a lovely part of the podcast. I think we keep this. <laughs> oh, it'll be in the blooper reel. Yeah. I put bloopers at the end of every episode. Yeah. Does Say it go over funny. the building? Yeah. <laughs> It it's really? flying, actually. Do you include yeah. when you say shit in the podcast? Yeah. yeah. Well, you can cuss. It. Okay. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I've been dancing around cussing this nah. whole time. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is a podcast. Oh, oh darn yeah. it. See, I'm used to... TV, yeah. 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 <coughs> oh. Thank you. Oh, wow. Something <laughs> did just come out of your mouth. Was that ice? What was that? No, it didn't really. God, I Babe, <laughs> that something flew out of your mouth and landed on the microphone. <laughs> And I'm not going to let that go. You told me I was a nasty fighter. You are. You're a gorgeous a fighter. fighter but a You're such a hot fighter. Oh my gosh. What are we doing? I don't what know. is this? How many people go into a second margarita in the All. show? All. Are you, are you hinting? Oh, wow. Are you asking? Let's be honest. It's a challenge. Lower back pain? Yeah. You're crushing margaritas right now. It's gone. I'm super hot. I know I'm super hot. What is it's going really on hot here? here. Is that the gold you know, margarita it's, happening? Yeah, it's a combination. What's of going on? We need another train break. <laughs> I know. Seriously. So it seems like you guys kind of just connected right off the bat. You know, 
That's really lucky. IRL. Yeah. As the kids IRL. Say. Right. What's IRL? Um, Stop it. In real life. Oh, no. Do not edit that out. Okay. Do not. <laughs> oh, my days. goodness. That's days. Sorry, Paige. Is that? No, I know. The other probably should. Say, wow. Okay. The end. Thanks. Like, That's what we always do. We're like, okay, right. we're done now. <laughs> Bye. In closing. Yeah. And then we say that too. I know. In conclusion. Re- yeah. Relationships. Mm. Be tall, be hairy. Wow. So, I mean, like just. I mean, you're, I mean ha- you are hairy. Factually correct. But what are you doing? We yeah. need to be drinking yes. Kirkland Sangria at our house. <laughs> and we just upgraded. Now we're Kirkland Golden Margarita, which, hey, shout out to the Shout out Amen. to Kirk. Get it done. Yeah. Make your dreams happen. Yeah. Make, I'm going to go in the Costco. I'm going to go Sales? make out with you on a dumpster. PJs. What did you just say? PJs. No, I said BJs, and it was not PJs. making out on a dumpster. It's another <laughs> massive yes, Costco. Costco-esque Type brand. Yes. Get your mind out it's the under Target. Sale. I was it's never under in the gutter. You just screamed BJs. <laughs> I said I want to make out on a dumpster, and you, as if you had Tourette, said BJs. Why would you say that? Because I want 15 croissants right now. Mmm. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening, y'all. For past episodes and more, visit jakeandpage.com or get all up in iTunes or wherever you get your podcast with your fine self sitting on your fine couch. Mmm. Talk to you next time. Mmm. Yeah, I said, uh.